friends, Alicia here. I hope you're doing well. Today, I wanted to have a conversation with you guys about the subject of focus. Focus is something that I'm really interested in and fairly passionate about, not only for my own purposes, being able to increase my ability to focus, making sure I have time to, to focus deeply on things and that I'm not just existing on the surface of reality, flitting from one fairly menial task to the next and engaging in all kinds of distracted junk food type behaviors and thoughts. So focus is important to me for my own personal reason, but it's also important to me as a parent because I want to be able to raise my child in a way where she also is able to build her powers of focus, which was so important to me growing up as a child. Now, I want to mention here at the front end that I'm a millennial, which means that I was born after 1980. So that's usually like the marker for when millennials started being born. Uh, and I think it's somewhere between like 1980 to 1996. So um, I, I didn't have a cell phone until I was 21 years old. And I didn't start regularly using, I got an email address when I was in grade six, but any real use of the internet didn't begin until I was 18 um, or so, like maybe a little younger. And then things like social media didn't really exist in earnest until I was an adult. Uh, pretty much around, I think like around 2021 is when all that stuff started really coming, like Facebook and, and YouTube was after that and, and things like that. So I have this clear dividing line in my life of, pre-social media, pre-smartphone, and then also post-social media and post-smartphone, which has been my life for the last 14 years or so, and of course, all of our lives as well. And the reason I bring this up is uh, because I, I find it interesting to compare my habits as a child and a teenager growing up versus my habits as an adult and my ability to focus. I've also read about this subject uh, quite a bit. There's uh, really, I'll, I'll talk about book recommendations and stuff in a moment, but the so when I was younger, my mom used to affectionately call me her, um, like her mad scientist, because even when I was a small child, I loved getting into the zone, which you can call flow. Um, other authors have called flow basically that that beautiful state where time loses meaning, you lose your sense of self, um, you're fully immersed in the task, and you're not really thinking about anything except the task. You get super creative. Um, you are able to do things much more quickly and um, you're much more engaged in whatever it is you're doing. And you could be in that state for hours on end, really. So I, I had this tendency as a kid. I was also an only child. So I think I had like some factors that allowed me to spend um, lots of time in this in this very deliberate flow state. Uh, this is something that was consistent throughout my entire childhood. I always got engaged with projects as opposed to, you know, when I would play with my friends, we would uh, do things like memorize a script and then perform it. Or I would like uh, spend hours converting a video game script into an actual novel. These things never came to be like it. They didn't fruit uh, become fruitful, but uh, just the kinds of things that I was interested in engaging in usually were more on, on a creative side and it involved some uh, deep diving. It involved intense focus. So my, my past is made up of uh, lots of focus. And I think that's normal and natural in childhood, or at least it was. Now, as an adult, uh, I've noticed that my ability to focus has it has somewhat eroded, or at the very least, I have to be more mindful and guarded of my ability to focus. Because this is one of those things I feel lucky because it's a it's a natural endowment of mine. It's something that I just have been able to do my whole life. So I'm not, I don't have to really learn how to do it. It's more that I have to learn how to maintain it, how to hold on to it. Because 
our, our world now. So now that we're in like smartphone era, social media era and things like that, the, the world is designed to sabotage our ability to focus. Um, we're getting notifications constantly. Um, the internet is super distracting and, uh, really addicting. So I can get lost on Reddit for an hour easily if I don't watch myself. And then it's basically like, I'm not saying Reddit's bad. I I like going on sites like Reddit. Um, But if I do it in an uncontrolled way, it's sort of just like eating chips, but for your mind, you're not really gaining anything of substantial, substantive value. Is that what I want to say? Substantial value. It's just this hopping from one idea to the next, but they're not productive ideas are not, they're not requiring depth. They're not requiring focus. It's very passive. So that's the thing when you're focusing, it's a very active and engaged. It's a full engagement type experience, but the, the landscape of our, of our basically like mental lives are full of passive distractions essentially. So we, you know, the notifications on our phone distract us and uh, we get pulled into checking Instagram or the TV shows that we enjoy watching. Um, there's nothing wrong with these things individually, by the way, do you use Instagram or do you watch TV, but they pull us in passively so that we just have to basically sit back and be entertained. We don't really have to think, um, use our mind or exercise our mind. And I have noticed that my, my ability to focus is, is hindered by these things. So I've made some deliberate pains and I'll share them with you to, to basically like exercise my focus muscle because it's super important to me as a creative person. Um, and as just like a human being, because being able to focus and being able to slip into that flow state is like I said before, deeply pleasurable makes me feel like I had a day well spent. Like I did something important. Like I, um, it's sort of like, getting into the moment as opposed to just like living on the surface of life. It's like you, you get a more uh, depth experience with life. So one thing I do that I talked about yesterday, I'll talk about again. And I've talked about before is reading. I think reading books is a really good habit to train your focus. It's not the same thing as reading 99% of blog articles or um, social media posts or anything like that. Reading is not reading. Reading a book is reading something that um, oftentimes an author has spent many years of their life researching and um, refining. It's a, it's a well-formulated idea that has enough substance to fill an entire book, assuming it's a, it's a pretty good book. So I'm talking about nonfiction. And of course there's even more value in some ways in, in fiction, but there's so many differences in terms of like content and um, depth of ideas that you'll find in a book as opposed to just like a blog post. So Reading regularly is one of my favorite habits for training my ability to focus, to retain information and so on. Another thing that um, I think is really helpful is basically just any kind of practice that allows you to be in the present moment, because if you're able to slip into the moment as opposed to, you know, being off in outer space, not really being present, then you're going to have a harder time getting into that flow state, which is all about being just so united with the pre- present moment that your prefrontal cortex uh, slows down a little bit. You lose your sense of self a little bit, all that, all that really glorious stuff. So one way that um, you can do this simply like with a mindfulness practice or a gratitude practice. Um, either one would have the same effect of just making you more aware of your present moments and more, um, 
and enjoy the present moment even more. Another thing that I really like doing and I've been playing around with lately is to deliberately schedule in like a 90, basically like a 90 to 120 minute focus block of time where I'm not distracted by anything. I just wall it off. Like I'm not checking the internet. I'm not checking my phone. I have like one clear task that I'm getting through. And I really like to do this in the morning. So if I can have several of these a week, like say four focus blocks like this a week, then that is super, super satisfying. Um, just having like a, a focus block where I have an objective. It's, uh, so today I had a focus block of time where I'm in the process of studying webinars. So I wanted to get through the entire fourth module and I did. It took me about two hours to do that, um, but I was hyper-focused and I got a lot done in that period of time. Like I wrote a bunch of email drafts and stuff like that. So um, that's another... That's another thing. And then, of course, not only um, does reading and practicing gratitude and having focus blocks of time help, but also just removing some of that mental junk food. So I like to, I basically ended up replacing a lot of my social media consumption with reading books instead, because I was spending like easily an hour or two um, every day uh, just, you know, checking Instagram or whatever else, um, basically just wasting time. So I just, I swapped it out. So I still let myself go on Reddit, um, catch up with whatever people are talking, but I, I keep it to a minimum. I, I guard, guard my, um, my consumption of it so that I'm only doing it for maybe 10 or 15 minutes a night as opposed to an hour or two. And it's really, really easy to do about an hour or two of Reddit every night. But the thing is, is since I'm used to this time swap, since I'm used to having less time on sites like Reddit, I feel really content with it. Like, I don't feel like, ah, oh, I got to put it away. Now I have to read a stupid book. It's kind of like, yeah, I'm, this is like, these chips are tasty, but I don't really want to eat more than 10 of them. You know, it's kind of like that thing. I want to eat like my um, delicious, healthy book salad. So that's, uh, that's another thing. And then one thing from the author, um, Stephen Kotler, uh, who wrote, um, a book that I read called Abundance, The Future is Better Than You Think, um, but he also has a new book that I'm really interested in checking out on this exact subject. It's called um, The Art of the Impossible. I'm going to preemptively recommend it just because I've heard him speak about some of the concepts, um, and this is on my book list for the next month or two, So, um, uh, but it's called The Art of the Impossible. And of course, I've already mentioned The Shallows by Nicholas Carr, and another good one on the subject of clearing out the clutter, removing distractions, and the benefit of doing that is digital minimalism by Cal Newport. But a final thing that I want to add that Stephen Kotler says, uh, to get in a focus state, which then leads you to a flow state, is to whatever activity you're about to embark on, um, make it just like 4% more challenging than your current skill level. So, um, whatever that means. I mean, basically the idea is you want a slight challenge, but you want, you want whatever you do to be a little bit of a push because that little push engages your brain more fully. So you're more interested in it. If you're doing something super easy, a little bit boring and routine, you're not going to have that focused experience. You're not going to have that flow experience because it's, you just need that little bit of tension to engage your mind. Um, so that's another thing um, that I thought was interesting as well. But anyway, I'm going to wrap up this video.